Welcome back, your Hell Yes Life Trailblazers. I'm your host, Zaya B, artist, best-selling author, and international change leader. And I am so happy to have you here today. This episode is all about diving deep into our mindset and transformation. We're asking the big question, how can simple shifts guide our lives and help us find more joy every day? To help us unravel this juicy topic, we've got the amazing Michaela Ivy joining us. Now, Michaela is not your average person with two master's degrees in marriage and family therapy and art plus years of experience in coaching. She's got the chops to help us navigate the twists and turns of personal growth and transformation. I've known Michaela for a while, and I just am so excited that you're going to get to hear the magic of who she is. She is lit up and full of love all the time. In this episode, we talk about Michaela's unexpected divorce and how it led her on a transformational journey that changed her life, changed her career, and changed how she showed up in the world. She's going to share some of these simple things that she learned. Though they're easy, they are profound. So stay tuned. Before we get started, though, I just want to invite you to a backstage pass. Check out the link to your Hell Yes Life mailing list in the show notes. My newsletter is full of ideas and insights from me and from my brave, wide guests to keep you inspired to live your Hell Yes Life. Okay, now let's dive in. I am so excited to have you here once again, and I'm thrilled to introduce you to Michaela Ivy. Michaela is a walking hell yes. I cannot wait for you to sense her energy. If you can see it, even better, but you are absolutely going to hear it in the way she talks, in the way she lives. Welcome, Michaela. Oh, thank you for being here and inviting me here, Zaya. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's an absolute pleasure. So I want to share a little bit about how I met Michaela. As a curly girl, we are very particular about who gets to cut our hair because people can really make a mess. And so I was recommended to go to Michaela. Now, her cutting hair is an absolute Trojan horse for who she actually is. That's how she gets you into her world. And then the magic unfolds. I have never had an experience like this. So she starts by smudging, clearing your area with sage, asking for intentions, lighting candles. And then with every cut, it was, and what are you letting go of in your life? And what are you going to be bringing in? And then she asked, okay, so you mentioned you want a partner. Do you want a partner? Or in her language, I won't take the thunder away from her, but she has her own language and you'll hear what she calls a partner soon. But she said, oh, okay, you want a partner. I said, yes. And she said, well, you're not getting it with that energy. So let's dive in and see what's really going on here. So these are just little glimpses of who she is. I mean, what other person cutting hair shows up in that way? That is a hell yes. I just learned a little bit about Michaela's mom. And I think Michaela's mom sounds like the OG of the hell yes lifers. Can you share the story that you shared with me about her giving you a question in life early on? Absolutely. Hell yeah. And heaven. Yes. My mother, she had me really young. She had me at 20. So in a sense, we were raising each other. And I'll never forget, I was probably about the age of seven years old. And she said to me, she said, Nikayla, there's two kinds of people in this world, leaders and followers. Which one are you? And I said, well, I'm a leader. And she said, well, you better not care what anybody else thinks then, because if you're a leader, you're going to challenge the status quo. And if people are following, they're not going to understand that change. So as long as you're not hurting yourself and you're not hurting anybody else, you just got to go with your own instincts and just live life according to what is true for you. 
Damn, that's like mic drop. I feel like we can say, okay, thanks for joining us and we're done. <laughs> I mean, what else is there to, to say after that, right? I, I mean, mean I, it really stuck. Yeah, obviously, from who you are and how you live. And if only yeah. every child got that kind of guidance. It also shows who you are, because as seven, I don't know, I could imagine most kids saying like, I don't know, leader, who am I leading at seven? And you were like, nope, I'm a leader. So actually on that, as a leader, can you just tell me a little bit about your story and how things have unfolded, how you decided to get into therapy and make the impact that you're focusing on right now? Or well, the therapy degrees, I know you're coaching. Well, even when I was two and three and four, like right away, I always wanted to understand why people said what they said, understand emotions. I was very connected. My EQ was always really high. So I was always really interested in what did she mean by that? So my path naturally took me to studying psychology because that was the closest I could get to transformation. And when I was in my second year in my master's degree in marriage and family therapy and art therapy, what ended up happening was my husband left me suddenly, left everything in the house, never talked to me again, didn't do any kind of processing work with me. And so at that point, I felt I had about 1700 hours under my belt as a marriage and family therapist. I studied many models and theories and nothing was helping me. I felt so depressed and really lost. So there was a, a moment. It's like, I actually really didn't have to think about it. It was spirit was telling me that it was time for me to just put all of that down, all of my training and step away from, I mean, I graduated, but going through and finishing my hours and becoming a licensed therapist, because at the time I felt like a hypocrite. Now mm. my supervisors were like, no, you're doing a great job just holding space for people. But there is something deep inside this wisdom inside of me that says, heal thyself first before you, you know, attempt to take on transforming anyone else's life. So that was one of my big, uh, I'm just going to free fall, no idea what was going to happen next. And that's how the therapy came in. So I thought, well, if I'm not going to be a therapist, I was like, I can cut hair. I never even went to school for it. I actually watched a show on Oprah and they had the best stylist from New York to LA come out. And I thought to myself, how boring. I could do better than that. I went out, I bought a pair of scissors. And then anytime any of my friends would be like, I need a nice haircut. I'm like, I'll do it for you. I just trusted myself. I just was like, I just believed in myself. I was like, you know what? I believe I have the, I, I, I can do this. I watched my mom cut her hair and I'm like, it's just a sculpture. That's how I got into it. No training. And I was like, um, my, my, my hairstylist was my therapist. I mean, when you go to a hairstylist, oftentimes you go into having a deep conversation. Well, you hope you could have a vapid conversation, but that's no fun with your hairstylist. So I thought, oh, how about I just transform into that? And that's how. I got into doing therapy and being a scissor witch. So yeah, it kind of like, I didn't look for it. It just happened. And then it came a certain point where I had been doing the therapy for quite some time. And, and I realized that it was time to strive again and go deeper and really help people's lives on a deeper level. So I went back to school and I started studying. I learned a lot and a lot of models and theories, but it still wasn't helping me. I was really challenged in my relationship with my own partner, I ended up breaking up with him. I was just not really understanding where my feelings were coming from. And I didn't understand how thoughts work. And so I kept digging, right? So I'm a right. seeker. I've been, right. So 
So I'm a seeker. So I'm always looking for what will bring me back into my good feelings so that I can enjoy life again, to find happiness, to find true joy, to find contentment and peace. So my journey is to just wake up myself. And now I get to help support other people in doing that. And that was just following my passion, the following my inspiration and waking people up. And the therapy that we did together was part of that fuel that was like, Ooh, I really love supporting people's lives. And why not deepen the career and just get really focused to take it to the next level and get some <laughs> leverage on my negative thoughts and, you know, all of that. So that's pretty much what happened. And that's why I call myself an innate well-being specialist because I do feel like I found, um, I, I understand true psychology now and I understand what I see as the three principles of reality that I learned from my teacher, Sydney Banks. And this has helped me to find resilience in myself to be able to bounce back from challenging and difficult situations and have an inside out perspective versus outside in perspective because that was causing victimhood. So just really cleaning up my own room and my own consciousness, elevating myself and my awareness so to be an inspiration for other people. Well, and you have arrived at that for sure. So those of you who are listening and are saying, wait, what did she say? I didn't understand. Yes, that's because Michaela has her own magical language. And so there's no mistake. You didn't mishear. It is therapy. What were the other ones that you just said? Available. Getting yes. leverage. Yeah. So love plus leverage. So pay attention and you are going to learn a new, very fun language here today. Yes. I call and myself a wordgician. And these are linguistics. And there will be a book soon on linguistics to be able to have these new words for the new world. I love it. Yeah, it's just, I mean, are you now getting a sense that she is a walking hell yes? I hope so. So I want to get into what you're talking about with the three levels of reality, but I want to backtrack a bit because I actually didn't know about the husband and I can't imagine the idea of just having him walk out, no processing, especially for somebody like you that is into psychology, wants to understand, wants to connect. That just must have been heart-wrenching. And then you somehow turned it into a whole new career. I mean, a drastic change. Obviously, you incorporated some of the therapy pieces in there, but hairstylist, can you share just a little bit? Because I think it's interesting for people to hear when you are in a challenge, right? We're always going to have those down moments, even in a hell yes life. It's the how do we deal with it? What are we thinking? What are we doing? How do we get to that next step? So we don't necessarily need to talk about the heartache or anything. But I'm curious about your process of how you got from that point to, okay, I need a change. And then, you know, seeing a show, a lot of us see shows and we don't change our life because of like, how was it a, oh, that's my path. And I'm going to now you, do that. You said a little bit that it was friends asked and it evolved. So maybe that's it, that it was just an evolution. But I just want to give you the opportunity to explain a little more about what that path was. Well, I think you're talking about how do you listen to your wisdom to know how to make the next best step and the next best choice for your life. And I think I've really just was able to slow down enough to know that, you know, following my joy, find, following where my, my healing, I just followed my healing journey pretty much. I was like, okay, I don't feel qualified to help anybody else. So now what? So I kind of just, instead of trying to control it, 
I was like, what would I be able to do? What could I do that would be, I would find joy in it, that it would be enjoyable and that can bring me more money and prosperity and include the skills that I already have. And it kind of just happened in a moment, just like anytime you get wisdom, it's like the penny drops. You just hear it. It's like we pretend like we're in control of life, but we are more like a leaf in the wind and we have no control. We're not really in control. And if you slow down enough, the message comes in in an instant, like, why don't you try this? Or the right person shows up and says, hey, I've got this opportunity. And you're like, oh, that sounds like something fun I'd want to do. If you let go of needing to like control in your goal setting, like it has to look like this and just be open to what the universe brings in and and really listening and trusting that you're being guided then all of these things arrive you don't have to actually go running after a, your life it just comes to you exactly but that's, that's actually, not how we've been trained yeah. yeah no not at all and it it's training and it is a false sense of security right we think that if we can hold on and control then we're safe and we're secure when yeah it's all an illusion Okay, so that leads me to then coming back to what you were sharing about the three principles of reality. Could you share what that means? Yes. Yeah, so this comes from the work of a man named Sidney Banks, and you can find him on YouTube. He's an author, many books, Missing Link, Enlightened Gardener. But pretty much what he said is the three principles of reality, and a principle is the basic building blocks for anything, like the principles for aviation are lift, gravity, and drag. These are the principles for reality. It's M plus C plus T equals R. Mind plus consciousness plus thought equals reality. Now, let me break this down a little bit more. So mind is something spiritual. It's the um, invisible life force energy behind all of life. Thought is a divine gift given to us. It's our ability to see life. Without thought, we're dead, right? We're brain dead, nothing's going on here. So thought is one of the divine gifts given to us. And it's like a rudder of a ship. It helps to guide the direction of your life. So thought can either lead you to rocky shores or to safe waters, depending on what you're thinking and what you're subscribing to. And then there's consciousness. Now, consciousness is your senses. It's what brings your thoughts to life and makes them feel real. So when you're having feelings, that's consciousness letting you know that you're feeling, you're thinking. And anytime your quality of thinking is low or negative, you're going to feel bad. You're going to feel contracted. You're not going to feel good, right? So that's all it is. And that's what equates to reality itself. Mind, thought, and consciousness. You need all three to be alive. So these are the three things along with the second divine gift that great spirit gave to us or God or consciousness or universal intelligence, whatever you want to call that thing that's greater than us has also given us a, a second gift, which is free will. And when you pair the power of thought with free will, that's how change happens. And that's how you can find resiliency. When you can start slowing down enough to recognize when your quality of thinking is too low to trust, where it becomes contaminated and not worth paying attention to. And then there's times when you're feeling positive, you're feeling you're in the vortex, life is really working for you, you feel really good. 
that's when you can trust your thinking. So people think that they have, we have 70 to 90,000 thoughts a day. Not all of our thoughts are worth focusing on or paying attention to or listening to. And not everybody knows that they don't have to believe every thought they think. A lot of people think that if I had that thought, it must be true. But when you slow down, most of our thoughts are actually erroneous and a misuse of our imagination, especially when we're in a negative headspace. It sounds like an interesting model. What made you pick that one to focus on? It was the one that found me just like everything mm. else. That's just how I've gone with everything. Does it make sense? Do I understand it? And a lot of models and theories, because there's over 400 models and theories in psychology right now, but seems like people are more mentally unhealthy, unwell, stressed, depressed than ever before. So I work with spiritual truths and I know that they work because they work for me because hmm. I can't teach anything that I don't already understand. And it helped me. It, it, it helped me save my relationship. I was able to see that happiness isn't a thought. It's a feeling and peace isn't a thought. It's a feeling, but I did not know that because I was pretty much learning all these theories that were very, overly thinking about stuff and analyzing stuff. And I don't do that so much anymore. I don't need to unpack people's childhood wounds to heal them in the, to, for them to find healing in the present moment. I just need to teach them where memories come from and how thoughts work. And once you're rewired to understand the true nature of reality and the building blocks for your human psychology, you can find resilience no matter what's going on on the outside world. When you see the truth that life comes from the inside out, not the outside in, even though that's how we've been conditioned for, I don't know how long to believe that the outside world is causing our feeling state. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate everything you're sharing. You've mentioned a couple of times the rewiring of the brain. So if you could just expand a little bit on what that means. Right. So a rewiring of the brain is to be able to recognize low mood thinking negative thinking okay so how you rewire your brain is you so you can't control a thought that's a that's a misnomer so once you have a thought it's done it's like you can't you can't really drop it there's nothing you can really do about it other than to direct your thinking so let's say i have a negative thought i either will go on a um, negative thought train and take it to who knows how long i'll be on that thought train or I can recognize it with my free will and be like, oh, wow, I'm in a really negative thought right now. That means I need to not be able, I don't need to listen to this. I don't need to indulge this thought. Uh, it's my job to distract myself and find something that, find a good feeling. That's how you direct a thought. You don't look for a positive thought in a negative mindset because that doesn't feel authentic at all. Your negative mood, you're looking for a positive thought. What I do is I see that I'm in a negative mindset and I think that problem or issue in front of me is just so enormous. And that's letting me know that my thoughts are contaminated and they're not trustworthy. And if you wouldn't mind, I just want to ask you a question so we can show I can show how this works. Really. May I ask you a question right now? Absolutely. Great. When you're in a negative headspace, 
What is your felt sense? What are you experiencing when you're in a negative thought? Contraction, often a hand around my throat, uh, a pit in my stomach, tightness around my heart. I think those are the primary, my go-tos of what I feel right. when things don't feel good, yeah. Right, it's, it, a lot of it feels like a disconnection, right? You're just not in it. You're just, yeah, you feel- Closed um, off. Closed off, detached, yeah. all that. When you're in a positive mind state, what is your felt some sense experience when you're in that state? Expansive, light, expandedness. Like my boundaries are not my bound. When I say boundaries, I mean physical boundaries. Like all of a sudden I feel bigger than my body. So there's just a, a light flowy kind of feel to it. A warm warmth in my chest area. I think those are the primary ones. And for those of you saying, how is she rattling this off? For years, I've actually been focused on doing different body practices because like Michaela said earlier, from talk therapy doesn't work. Focusing on thinking about things like that doesn't work. It's been Dan's somatic experiencing type of therapy, all kinds of things that are out of my head and into my body. And so now I'm much more aware of my felt sense. That's just how I've been living and I'm aware and I know that I need to tune into those things. When something's happening, it's like, ooh, that felt tight. That's not good. So now I just want to throw it back to you, but I wanted to explain that. And that's great, Zaya. I am the same way. I'm like, this is way too heady. I'm talking way too much right now. I'm analyzing all my problems and analyzing your problems doesn't make you get, get, get through your problems. It just makes you good at understanding what your problems really are. So... When you speak about the difference between a negative mind state and a positive one, the positive one feels more present, more connected, more expansive. It, it brings you to the now. Because those are states that were like actually in the moment with someone. The other ones were like somewhere else. So that's why positive thoughts are more real than negative thoughts. And that felt sense that that mind body connection is powerful because the body is letting you know in any given moment, whether you're in a contracted state or an open state, that's letting you know whether you can trust your thoughts or not trust your thoughts, okay? Yeah, I, I love that. And thank you for sharing that. You all just got a free coaching session, I think, a very valuable free coaching session. So kudos and thank you to Michaela for that one and for sharing. I, I'm curious, because you are in this very positive mindset and you have such a focus on helping people do you have big vision or dream right right now oh yeah i have a, <laughs> i am this big vision i'm an optimistic educator because i do believe that that what i share is going to be contagious and it's just gonna wake everyone up go viral i want to speak in front of large audiences i want to inspire teenagers elders to wake up you can relive your childhood at any age you can have a good time at any age healing doesn't take time it takes understanding and once if i can get it if i can come to this healthy place of myself so can anybody else and, you know, a waterfall starts with a drop of water. So I'm a walking inspiration everywhere I go. People ask me how I'm doing. I'm like, inspired and grateful. How are you? And they're like, wow, thank you. I'm grateful too. And that's just what happens when we wake up to the gratitude and we're living an inspiring, hell, inspiring heaven, yes, lifestyle and hell yeah, then that is contagious. 
Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure that everybody listening can feel that energy and you can feel Michaela go. She'll start to talk more quickly and she's almost like, well, not almost like she is vibrating over there. I mean, I can feel her. We're not near each other. We're about four hours away from each other. And I can just I can feel her heart. I can feel her energy. And I hope you feel it as you're listening to her as well. And I I love that we have this similar vision of lighting things up. I mean, I actually want your Hell Yes Life to be a movement. I want every woman to have the opportunity also to live their Hell Yes Life. So it's even bigger. I want to start with people who already have the ability, right? We live, let's say, in a country where your basic needs are met. You have shelter, things like that. Then you can really focus more easily on your yes. And then I love the idea of having a world in which everyone is free to live their hell yes. And I realize that I single-handedly am not taking that on, but it's just a feeling and a sensation. And I think the right opportunity of which piece I am supposed to tap into will arrive, whether it's helping girls in a third world country or, I don't know, sex trafficked women, abused women. I don't know what that path is going to be, but it will show itself. And it sounds like, yeah, we have a similar vision there. I say radiant beauty on duty, honey, and you are that and you are an inspiration. And the fact that you just you probably didn't plan this too ahead. It probably came as a spark of inspiration. And you thought, that's a really great idea. I mean, where does that idea even come from? And now you're doing it. And now you're it's it's starting to expand and all the right people are going to come and find you and that it it is a movement and you are a movement and anyone following that that inspiration and that guidance and finding their inner compass and their wisdom to just step out of their comfort zone and do something that sounds like a great idea and something fun and then that's how the world changes yeah more and and more people start doing that yeah and that's absolutely how it came I, I was and I already shared this on another podcast so I won't get into the whole thing but it came as one complete idea one day it just came as a full download of I am going to spotlight and celebrate women living their unique lives on their terms to inspire and inform other women. And it just, there it was. And it has been an absolute blast. It's been not even three weeks. We're already in 13 countries. Hundreds of people are listening. And it's just wild and magical to think that my voice is playing in countries and locations that I have never been even places in the US, many places that I have never been, my idea is dropping love bombs, as you would say, or you would probably come up with something more creative than love bombs. And it is just fascinating that something that was just, you know, an idea that I could have ignored turned into what I hope is going to be something massive. And if it starts just impacting two people, then that's great. Hopefully those two people will then take that love and inspiration to another 10 people and so on and so on. And that's the thing, right? You heard the call and you didn't ignore it. I think a lot of people don't live their hell yes because they hear it. Oh, I would really love to do this. But then they get in their own way by overthinking it and then getting insecure about it and then procrastinating about it. And instead, Zaya, what you did was you, it came to you in a flash. It was like the penny dropped. It felt like a great idea and you're and you just said, why not? Just the way I started cutting hair, just the way I started coaching. It was like, well, why not? I mean, 
Yeah. And then it's just a pure inspiration just starts coming through, finding your purpose, finding your inspiration, getting your hell yeah. It's a feeling and it's just an energy and you just hear something and that's how wisdom works. And that's how listening to your inner compass works. And then having faith that all the people that are going to support you are going to come too, because that's happening too. It's just, it's a, a matter of having trust and faith that there's something great bigger happening and it's not just about you that you're being guided along the way and yeah it's you don't want to overthink it because i think a lot of people are going to make up their own careers right now and that gonna that takes a second absolutely and it's, it doesn't just come yeah huh? and it's and it can evolve i mean even with the podcast i oh, want yeah. it to last and yet I'm open to what comes next. I, I know that there's gonna be something even bigger. Maybe we'll be sharing a stage when you do those. Maybe we'll have a big summit and thousands of people and who knows what it's gonna be. But I know oh, that the two yeah. of us, yeah, I know the two of us are up to something big and I am yep. very excited to see what's coming. And well, so I absolutely love co-creating and collaborating. So I'm a hell yeah, bring it on. Let's do this thing. Sweet, because I have most of my life worked on my own. I had my own business. And I'm over that model. It's so much more fun to do things with other people. So one of the things that I do on every show is I ask people to get their brag on because women are often told to play small, be humble, not talk about themselves too much. And I am not having any of that on my show. So I want to give you the floor to brag and talk about anything you want, something you're proud of in the moment, your proudest moment in life, whatever feels good to you. You know, it really goes back to just being a happy person. Like, I want to brag that I'm happy. <laughs> and because, you know, sometimes I can really trigger people that I'm so happy. I'm so grateful. I'm so happy to be myself and that I have an infinite supply of creativity at my fingertips. I just started doing flow art and I just sold my first two pieces of art. I didn't even know I was going to, you know, start getting into art. I've got my book with my editors right now. I have a thriving practice on based referrals, so I don't have to advertise too much. I've already done two podcasts this week. So other people are calling me in who want to work with me. I just feel like, again, I want to brag on the fact that I'm alive and I'm grateful and I'm positive and I'm in a human inspiration for other people. And my relationship with my partner keeps getting better and better, get better. And I'm just, I'm surrounded by a healthy community that sees me, hears me, supports me, invites me to come on stages. I barely even have to do it myself. I just keep getting the invitation and I just keep saying yes. And I want to brag that to feel so connected and so loved and cherished from my community and from my family. I just feel so blessed to be myself. And then I'm so happy that I'm not trying to be other people. I'm not suffering like that anymore. I'm just, when I have a bad day, I just don't overthink it. And then all of a sudden I'm feeling better again and just feeling as I'm turning, I'm going to call it zero, which is, 50 for me, it's the zero point. I'll be 50 in a few months from now. I just feel like now I just, I don't give any fucks really. I'm do, I live life for me, knowing that I, I know who I am, I know what I am, and I know how I'm here to serve. And knowing that gives me the grounding to put myself out there. I've, I've really moved past stage fright because I understand what it is now. And just to be able to just say yes when opportunities arrive and not feel like, oh, God, get insecure. I'm not insecure like I was before. I feel 
assured that no matter what happens, I'll make the right choice in that moment. And if I find out later on it wasn't the best choice, I'll make another one. <laughs> I mean, you can't fail. Even when you think you're, you know, you're about to fall, you get, you land upon a star. Honestly, like you're never, you're, we're always being caught. And I feel that safety net of this life. And I feel so good that I get to help other people and give it, put a safety net underneath their reality. So they see all of the blessings that happen when you have faith and trust in your experience and know that you are valuable and enough just for existing. Damn. Holy hell. Yes. To all of that. And I am so thrilled that you are you fully because you are a gift. You absolutely are a gift on this earth. And I am so honored to know you. And I'm so honored that you came on the show and decided to share yourself with my audience. And I'm just, I'm grateful for you being here and spending time with us. You shared so much wisdom. Any other mic drop moments you have for us before we wrap up? When you choose love, you win. When you only, only listen to the positive thoughts, you're winning and just living in that good feeling, enjoying your life to the fullest. That's the point. That's why we're here to just enjoy life, whatever that is for you. Don't let anyone on the outside world try to manipulate you and tell you how to live your life. Live your life with your eyes wide open, challenge the status quo and just enjoy as much as you can because life is so short and i'm happy to give any free experience to anyone working with me i always do a free experience call there's absolutely no pressure to do anything i just want to inspire people's lives i just want to help people wake people up to what's possible when they understand how their whole process their psychology works and rewire people for radical success and enjoyment in life so i just want to let you know i'm always available for that at partnership.us. So come on my way. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> what an offer. And with that, I'm just going to say thank you one more time. And I wish you many, many blessings. And I know that you are going to be surrounded by nothing but joy and love. And I love you. And I cannot wait to connect with you again soon. You as well. Many blessings. I'm in full loving support of you, Zaya. Thank you for this gorgeous offering and having me here today. Thank you so much for joining me on this insightful episode of Your Hell Yes Life. Remember, finding your joy is a feeling away. You get to choose. Let's make this a movement. I really want to help as many women as possible live their hell yes life. So please share this episode with everyone you know who could use some extra insights, ideas, and inspiration. And until next time, stay brave and true to your hell yes.